Welcome. You've now been locked into an episode of Dad Tough. Dad Tough. Bringing you your weekly injection of any and everything dad, husband, and man. So sit back, grab a beer, get rid of that pesky wife and kids, and get ready to dive into fatherhood, marriage, men's health, youth sports, and a bunch more nonsense coming straight to your screen, headphones, and into your hearts. Sometimes being a dad is tough, and sometimes you gotta be tough to be dad. Are you dad tough? Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Dad Tough. I'm your host, Blake Brown, and today we are sitting with one of my good friends, Oskian Aaron. I love it. <laughs> I, love I love it, it. man. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is awesome, man. I'm so glad you could you could come down here, man, and and, and do an episode with me. Uh, I'm glad the wife kind of kind of let you out for a little bit. I know huh? she. I mean, you know, when I told her what we were going to talk about, she was like, "Aaron, you are not photogenic whatsoever." But <laughs> like, go out there, have fun. If it's for a good cause, do it. So, heck yeah, yeah man. I appreciate her. Thank you, honey. <laughs> oh yeah, but guys. We're going to start this episode outright. We're going to do what I call shot and story, where we take shots and he tells me a little bit about himself. This segment is brought to you by High Ridge Spirits the Distillery, located in Florence, Alabama. If you have not checked this place out, definitely check it out, guys. It is an awesome place. Great atmosphere. Their alcohol is brewed and distilled in Florence, Alabama. Uh, great atmosphere, like I said. Make sure you check them out. They have live music almost every day of the week. And then on Wednesday, they have open mic night. So if you want to sing, if you want to tell some jokes, if you want to read some poetry, make sure you get signed up on that list, guys. Now, the fun part. The fun part. Today, we are going to try their Alabama Shine. <laughs> I'm excited about this. I love moonshine. I am from the south. I am from the south, and I love a good moonshine. But, guys, like I said, there is called Alabama Shine, and I'm going to read the back of the bottle. Alabama Shine is the first legal distilled spirit made in Alabama since Prohibition in 1915, handcrafted in Florence from legendary artesian springs water and a perfect blend of corn, rye, and barley. Our shine recalls the long history of the Alabama moonshine craft. Expertly distilled for smoothness by our artesian shiners, Tim and Tim, Alabama Shine brings a traditional take on moonshine that is excellent for sipping neat or for crafting the perfect cocktail. And today we are taking it straight to the dome. (laughs) But yeah, man, shot and story. Yes, sir. Cool. Do you remember the first time you had moonshine? Uh, yeah, it was actually banana moonshine, and I literally danced myself sober that night. <laughs> I, I, if I sat down, I felt like I was going to puke everywhere. Wow, wow. <laughs> yeah, the first time I had moonshine was in 1996. I was 14 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah and, a little, uh, little outlaw. Yeah, yeah, I shouldn't have done it, but, um, you know, football party and 
all that good stuff. But hey, yeah. man. Hey, that's, that's what them <laughs> stuff. That's what that, what that's for, man. Good stories, you know. Good stories. <laughs> but hey, guys, we're here today. I have got this man to agree to do the Death Nut 3.0 challenge with me, man. This is something that I am super excited about. A little bit nervous. Are you nervous? Yes, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm terrified. Uh, yeah, I'm afraid I, this is going to be a YouTube sensation, and hopefully, uh, we'll end up, you know, retiring after this video. Yeah, yeah. Gets these kids. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely, man. I, I, I look at the the end of this and just just pictures just slobbering everywhere <laughs> and just tears coming out, and then still trying to do this podcast. Right. But like I said, man, he has agreed. I actually reached out on my dad tough. Um, private group on facebook to about 400 and something men and this guy was the only guy that was like yeah i'll do it <laughs> so we're gonna get started like i said guys this is the death nut 3.0 challenge i've never done this. this is the first time i've personally done the one chip challenge and handled it like a boss so this is uh, i believe 16 million scoville units and so i'm i'm Super excited about it, but like I said, I'm still super nervous about it as well. But we're gonna get started. All right, so we're gonna put these gloves put these gloves on because I don't want to touch my face. No, no, look like Hitch off of uh, I guess uh, Hitch. Yeah, Will Smith off of Hitch. <laughs> if we have nothing looking like that. Oh yeah. I said we are doing this with gloves, guys. Pretty, like I said, super excited about this. I do have more, so if anybody else wants to to grow some some nuts like this man's got, hey, come on here and do it with me. I'll do it again, even if I cry tonight. I will do it again. No, I don't know about that. Like I'm the type of person, I always try things. Right. I'll, I'll try things once, and and sometimes I just uh, I won't try it the second time. But maybe this might be one of those times. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. Like I said, I handled the the one chip challenge pretty well. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to do that. I've seen on some YouTube channels and all that. Uh, Catfish Cooley. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that guy ate about three of them and I'm like literally was crying. And Yeah, actually, when I done my video to the one chip challenge, I called Catfish Cooley a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was hot. It definitely was hot. Well, he done, what, two or three chips, though? He, yeah, I just done that, the that, one. That's insane. I haven't done the... Like I said, I didn't haven't done the chip yet, but... We'll see how this one goes. Awesome. Now, I did YouTube this because I had no idea what this was. And uh, so I did try to pump myself up. I did eat some Flaming Cheetos. So hopefully hopefully I'm battle-tested and ready. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think this might be just a yeah, little bit hotter than some Flaming Cheetos. <laughs> but, guys, like I said, man, this is the first time opening this box. Like I said, I haven't really done any research on it other than just, you know, finding out how hot it was. And it is 16 million Scoville units. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is also uh, sponsored by Blazing Foods. They actually sent these out to me to try on here. So, so big thank you to you guys. I uh, do appreciate it. I may not be appreciating you for it here in about 10, 15 minutes. I don't know. We will definitely see. All right, guys. So let me. I'm going to do a little bit of reading here. Let's see. The Death Nut Challenge verse, uh, version 3.0. 
Thank you for your purchase. This challenge is the hottest thing you will ever eat. It is, it is imperative, and I'm talking about capital letters, that you read the warnings on this box and accept the terms of consumptions at www.deathnuts.com, terms and conditions. Or we're going to do this verbally. Do we accept these conditions? I do. <laughs> I'm not allergic to anything. Are you allergic to anything? Not that I know. Okay, we'll, we'll, find we'll find out. It says uh, start at level one, open bag with scissors, which I don't have scissors but i do have a little little sharp uh exo knife here uh evenly distribute peanuts if more than one player so this is actually a two player version death nut challenge um no liquids or food allowed until completion chew entire contents of each level for 10 seconds and what i have done i have i did read the rules uh, I did read the rules, and I do have a 10-second timer to put up. I've got a 30-second timer to put up, which is what you're supposed to wait for before advancing to the second, third, fourth, fifth pack. Um, but you have to chew the content or chew the peanuts for 10 seconds before you swallow. After consuming the very last pack, you've got to wait five whole minutes before you drink anything. And I've also got a timer set up for that as well. All right. You ready? You got a white towel? Let's do it. <laughs> I said, you got a white towel because I need to throw it in? <laughs> I am going to take a drink of <laughs> my alcohol before I start. All right. First pack, heat level, mild. It says, are you ready for this? A special blend of Carolina Reaper... Uh, Dattil peppers, I may not be saying that right, and the deliciously warm West Indies Scotch bonnet. I may not be saying that right either. I, I, I don't know. But it actually, I don't need scissors for these. I am a man. I don't even need that enough. But I did have it just in case. All right, so we are, let's get this back just a little bit. I don't know how well y'all are going to be able to see this. With a white plate and all, but we're going to divide these things up evenly. So, you get a peanut, I get a peanut. <laughs> At least these honestly look like some peanuts on steroids. I they really not do. not seen a peanut that large. That's what she said. But, I mean, you know. All right, so you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and some crumbs. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, go ahead and take one of these and one of your crumbs. All right. <laughs> so that way it is it is split up evenly. All right, guys. So we are going to put these in our mouth and put these nuts in our mouth. <laughs> and we are going to give it a go. actually going to take me a little bit longer than 10 seconds mm -hmm. to get them chewed up enough to swallow them. You can definitely tell the, the heat off of that. As soon as I swallowed it, I <laughs> that's the, it instantly. That's the first pack. I don't know about this. All right, so we're going to set 30-second timer. All 
I don't know, man. Blake, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm going to make it past the podcast. <laughs> that first pack is, woo! My mouth is starting to water. My eyes are starting to water. Just off the first pack, man. I don't know about this, bro. <clears throat> I really, I want to take a drink of something. Yeah, I kind of want to go <laughs> right <pool>. now. <laughs> Woo! All right, man, down the hatch. Woo! <clears throat> that one's got a little bit of a sweet kick to it. The first one did too, then. <laughs> <laughs> Do what? I said that first one did too. As soon as you swallow, it's over. It's hot. Yeah, it's like <laughs> there's no in between. All right, let's get this thirty second timer yeah, rolling. <laughs> I don't know, man. Do you eat a lot of hot stuff? Uh, not really. Oh, okay. I do try like little challenges like this, though. <laughs> Well, I think it's just, one. yeah. Oh, yeah. These are definitely like powdered, powdered oh. differently. Like differently. And I forgot to read the. This one literally looks like the Debo of peanuts. Oh, yeah. Real oh. quick, though. Uh, we are going to continue, but the second pack says. The party is starting. Carolina Reapers, Boot, Jokalakia, <laughs> Peppers in the Wicked Seven Pot. Strain Pepper actually ripped off some of it, so I can't read all of it. And the third pack here says, question your commitment. Carolina Reapers, Seven Pot, Dougla, and a double shot of Boot, Jolokia, Peppers. I don't know if I'm saying that. Right. <laughs> it does. All right. Wow. I want to take a drink of my alcohol already. Timer, timer, timer. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to forget that timer. That's it. They initially come in your mouth sweet. You're right. I mean, they really do. You're it's right. like, this is really good. And then all of a second, you all swallow of a sudden, it, it's over. I'm not swallowing it. Mm-hmm. And you start breathing like you're supposed to in life, and I mean, yeah. it's hot. And then it's hot. All right. Fourth, oh, hell yes, hot. Boom, fired up. Double the Carolina Reaper, a double shot of seven-pot brain strain, and a massive hit of Trinidad Maruga Scorpion. <clears throat> Definitely getting a little hot. Yeah. <clears throat> my ultimate goal is not to touch my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> or my penis. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> oh, I'm actually dropping one. I'll eat that one. No, that's the winner. I'm going to take a drink of my beer right now. So, And it's not even the fact that it's just so, so hot, but it's just my mouth is just, I'm not going to say dry. But, all right, down the hatch. Is this one, number four? Number four. Thank gosh. Ooh. 
swollen. Yeah, man. I'm not living on I'm tearing up right now. I am, too. No signs to start to run. <sighs> People are going to come in halfway. They're going to be like, man, that story must have been deep. So both of them are crying and <laughs> everything. Yeah. Uh, all right. Fifth one. Last one. Gravely hot. The death nut. Three times Carolina Reaper. Two times Scorpion. A load of the Wicked 7 Pot Primo. 16 million SU Pure Capsis. Capsicin? And I said, I don't know if I'm reading that right. It's hot. Sounds hot. Yeah. My face is so red right now. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Seems like this one has more. Yep. did just spit my shot glass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, hold on. Nope, you left one. Huh? You left one. I did leave one. <laughs> Got the time. <laughs> uh, last one. Ready? Yep. Go. <clears throat> Oh, forgot to do the timer. I believe it. <sighs> Two, one. Swallowing. Yeah. <clears throat> Five minutes with no drink. So how are you feeling right now? I'm hurting. I'm hurting. I'm trying yeah. not to talk. I'm going to let you do it all the talking. Yeah, Every you're definitely a... Every time you talk, it, it hurts. Yeah, you know, it makes it like worse. When you breathe, it hurts. So it's like there's no preparation for yeah. this unless you just eat, you know, lava every day. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm looking forward to, and I am going to spit again. <laughs> uh. Ooh, I should have doubled up on my deodorant, uh. man. This is going to be hot and steamy. Woo. I'm sweating. This is definitely hotter than the one chip challenge. Is it? Yes. I believe you. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> you're probably going to get another four minutes of uh, babble. Right. Uh, so right now, go ahead and get you a drink of water, get your beer, say hi to the wife, kid. Yeah. It's going to be a minute. It is. It's hot. Real quick, guys. A word from our uh, sponsor, Men's Wellness of North Alabama. Gentlemen, many times we realize how we're not used to being We have fatigue, we have weight gain, even if we're dieting exercising like we're supposed to. And for many men, pills and prescriptions aren't working anymore for their ED. At Men's Wellness of North Alabama, we take the time to hear your concerns and get to the root of the problem, and we offer solutions. Call today for your free consult. Let's talk man to man and fix it. 256-366-2470 or mens-wellness.com. That's rough. I did take a drink of beer. And I'm instantly regretting what we just did. Uh, that's hot. It is. It is. Uh, call me a wimp. Whatever. <clears throat> Whew. That's hot. You're way more of a man than I am. Oh, no, no. It ain't even close. I'm sitting here crying inside. It hurts. 
I don't even pay. I am going to <laughs> take some of this to the dome. Does lemon juice work? Mm-hmm. Really? Supposed to. <laughs> That's hot. Well, I'm starting to believe that clock slowed down a little bit. So. A little bit, yeah. Oh. Uh. Yep, that's hot. That is hot. Uh. You're a man. Oh, I'm hurting. Uh. Death Nut Challenge, guys. Oh my god, dude. Uh. Ooh. <clears throat> the lemon juice almost makes it worse. You should have told me that after. That's crazy hot. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I believe sometimes some people put like a placebo or something or like, you know, they fake it and, you know, but that would have been a great idea to do it for this one, but yeah, there ain't no way. <clears throat> All right, guys. If you can tell, I have a different shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> and the timer just went down to zero. So what had happened was, is I had to pause it. I had to pause it. To go get some milk from another room. It was literally the hottest thing that I've ever put in my mouth. <laughs> I had to change shirts because I got lemon juice all over it. And then I got... Chocolate milk all over it, trying to trying to chug it. Uh, I do have an audio recording of us crying like two little. <laughs> <laughs> and it, oh my god! Oh, uh, what do you what do you think about it, man? That was one of the hottest dang things I've ever eaten. Actually, that was is the hottest thing I've ever eaten. Dude. I mean, I'm surprised. I'm not in a fetal position crying right now, Ugh. but the thought has crossed my mind. My stomach hurts. I'm sure mine will about 2 a.m. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, that, the one-ship challenge does not have shit on this death nut challenge. That is literally the hottest thing that I've ever eaten in my life. Ugh, I so, feel it in my chest. I feel it in my stomach, and later, it's probably all going to come out. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. Definitely get a five-star on a Google review there. Oh, yeah. No, I'm definitely like, shout out to you, Blazing Foods. You literally set us on fire. I'm still, like, man, I've, we've drank 
we chugged a whole thing of milk. Like I said, I wish I could have got that on video for you guys. But I had to go to a different room to get the milk because we both were like, ah, we ain't going to need the milk for this. Shit. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, that definitely had one of the hard. I mean, like at first, like you said, it was really sweet. I'm like, okay. Number one is going to be good. You know, it's going to be an introductory to the, you know, this challenge and everything. And then all of a sudden, as soon as you swallow it and breathe, it's like, yeah, I am a mother trucker. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm like, all right, we shouldn't do number two. And then number two was sweet. Mm-hmm. And then same thing. And then number three was like, hell, it's like drinking, you know, 45 beers in and they all taste the same. So regardless, you're screwed. <laughs> yeah. And then... Number four came out, and that sucker had, like, an armored coat of powder. Like I said earlier, it was like the Debo of freaking peanuts. <laughs> Number five, it's like, thank gosh, there's only one more freaking round left. And it can't – I mean, you know it's going to get worse. Push through, but dang it, that thing just, like, I'm hurting. I am too, man. <laughs> like, I don't even know if I can finish this episode or not. <laughs> I've got to at least do that. I at least got to come, go out with some sort of dignity. Like I said, man, I did have to pause the video. And I'm going to go ahead and, and remove these timers. <laughs> but, and like I said earlier, like I was telling him when we were paused, like I said earlier in the episode, like I'm always you know willing to try things once. I don't know if I will ever try that no, again. I'll be glad to watch somebody else do it. Yeah, so and, hey, so know. here yeah, so here's the thing. If you guys want to try it, come on here and I will personally watch you do it. Yes. <laughs> I will have milk and I read somewhere where like lime juice helps. It does not. Yeah, lime, <laughs> it, it does not. It it made it worse. It did make it, it worse. Made it it made it worse. I almost like feel like I'm gonna throw up right now. <laughs> like, that was just horrible, guys. It was horrible. And like I said, shout out to you, Blazing Foods, for making one hell of a hot ass product. Uh, you definitely kicked my ass. Kick this guy's ass. It hurt. It, uh, there's no shame in my game. Tapped out, man. Tapped out. Couldn't do it. What three minutes maybe left. But yeah, if that's being nice. Yeah, it I may mean, have been a four minutes and something. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. <sighs> so if we failed the challenge, I guess we failed. But hey, like it's like you said, man, it's easy to man up to stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just ain't got it in me, guys. Which like I said, I don't need a whole lot of hot stuff, anyways. But like I said that was literally the hottest thing I ever put in my mouth, and I do have an audio recording of me. Uh, Dropping like a little girl, so I will definitely have that. I don't have the video for it, but I do have the audio for it. We're actually running on 43 minutes on uh, the audio on my Rocaster Pro, and we're only running on like 27 minutes on this. So we took a good like 20, 25 minute break there to get our our wits back. Right, that was rough. I mean, yeah, it'd have made for a hell of an episode, but it'd have been an extra twenty-five minutes of just pure complaining. <laughs> hey, yeah, some people enjoy that, though. You know, yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, I they mean, do, they do. And you know, we'll have the audio for it, right? I bet you somebody was 
Somebody watching this is like, I hope that big idiot touches his eyes. <laughs> I bet you somebody was saying that. Like, that dude is going to touch his eyes. And this video is going to be hilarious. Oh, yeah. Nah, ain't going to happen. <laughs> no, no, I'm definitely keeping my hands out in front of me because I, I threw some of the packs away. And uh, I said it is uh, – it's hot. I'm definitely not going to touch my face. No, no. That's the ultimate goal right now. Just keep my hands down here and not talk with my hands and, you know, not pick my nose because, you know, it'll be worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, man, that was rough. That was, that was rough. Anyways, guys, since we couldn't appease you with this death nut challenge and we did have to tap out and drink a lot of milk, lime juice, which did not work. I repeat, lime juice does not neutralize heat in your mouth. It makes it worse. So whoever put that on that Google thing that I read, you, I hate you. <laughs> I do. I hate you. But <laughs> anyways, let's go on into the episode. So when we done the shot and story, we actually forgot the story. <laughs> we forgot the story, man. So why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> other than you can't yeah, handle besides, the death besides, nut challenge. Yeah, besides being able to talk right, that was going to be the funnest part. Uh, you know, born in, I was born in California. And, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, born in uh, Panorama City, California, right next to the General Motors plant. You know, lived there till I was 11. And um, we uh, moved here, moved, well, actually moved to Middle Tennessee in uh, 1993, so I was 11, and, um, you know, kind of went through high school over there and everything, work, college, went to college at Tennessee Tech, and then went out to Los Angeles Valley College to play football and all and come on back, um, you know, did the dad thing. Just, well, actually did the grown-up things, just started working, you know, worked right. for Lowe's and, you know, advanced auto parts and other company, you know, retail companies like that, and, you know, made my, worked my way up the chain and, you know, met my wife. Uh, well, actually, I knew my wife. Um, kind of funny. I, we always joke around with it. I was her soccer coach. Might want to edit that out, but <laughs> but I was eighteen and she was sixteen. So you know, <laughs> so it was one of those things. But I knew my wife in high school, but we ended up getting married when I was twenty five. Um, I got you. She was twenty three. So uh, you know, had our first kid at twenty five. Um, had her second kid. I was uh, twenty eight. Then you know, thirty two, and then thirty five with my fourth with my fourth child. Um, you know, and we decided to uh, move to Florence, Alabama, and we absolutely fell in love with the place about four years ago this August. So how do you move from California to Florence, Alabama? Like, how does that happen? Well, uh, real simple. Um, you know, I was 11, so in 93 I was 11, so my dad, you know, General Motors closed down and Saturn, the big boom in Middle Tennessee happened. Right. So, you know, it's either move to Arlington, Texas for GM, uh, move to... Spring Hill, Tennessee, or, you know, dad finds something else. Obviously, I think he did the great, you know, made a great decision to move the family over here to, you know, Columbia. Right. Um, you know, we, we lived there for almost 20, 24 years. And, you know, I went to high school there, worked there, you know, and next thing you know, we, we had four kids. We we're just out living, you know, outgrown our house. You know, we bought a starter <laughs> home. So it was like, all right, time to look for some homes. You had to get a, you probably had to get a school bus to <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> yeah, carry yeah, the family that. around. I had then. to sell my Dodge Charger. I had a Dodge oh, Charger, a BMW man. 330i. Yeah, I had to, 
And, you know, my wife, actually, when we got married, uh, she had a Hyundai Tiburon. I know back then it was a sports car. Dude, yeah, it was. Now, I ain't going to lie. That was one of my first cars. Was it? 2003 Hyundai Tiburon GT. That's what you had? Man, I had it for a hot two weeks, and I was trying to do uh, Tokyo Drift with it. Nice. And then I wrapped it around a tree, man. Totally. Yeah, right. It's a fun little car. Oh, yeah, it was. When me and my wife was dating, she, she drove a beater. And uh, she saved her money up, you know, and uh, bought her that Tiburon. And uh, I felt bad because she got pregnant, so we had to have a baby. So you can't put a baby in a Tiburon. So, no, you no, know. you can't. No. So, yeah, I, at first she was that kind of mom that was like, nope, not going to drive a minivan. Never, ever. So I got her uh, Armada. And, uh, you know, then baby number three showed up, and she's like, I want a van. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> this ain't you. You know, you got, you know abducted by aliens or something i know you don't want a van she she wanted a van so i got her a van and man i'll be honest with you i like that van four kids you know vans man they've come a long ways like they, have. they really have they have um you know i mean especially when the doors open on themselves you got tvs in there i mean it's like TVs. a mini living room yeah where your kids could like leave you alone roger that i'm having issues with my Green screen back here. If y'all keep seeing me look up here, like, uh, like I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. I don't understand what's going on here. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, uh, you also do some uh, youth refereeing, don't you? I do. I do. Probably one of the most hated people in youth sports. <laughs> the only position I know on the field that you're hated by both teams. Yeah. No, referee. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, now, have you ever made any bad calls? Several. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I try not to make a call, you know, because you've got so many rules from high school to middle school to, to peewee. Right. You know, and I mean, there's, in a, you know, when you're doing a high school game on Friday night and then you show up on Saturday morning, 10 o'clock after, you know, getting home at midnight. <laughs> Doing a peewee game, it's like, what rules what? Right. You know, my ultimate goal is to make sure that, you know, if anything, if you're going to miss a call, miss a call. But if anything, make sure nobody gets hurt. That's oh, the that. You know? And that's the thing. You guys are human. You right, know, you course. guys are human. You're going to make mistakes. Of course. As long as it's not like game-changing, <laughs> you know, mistakes, I'm okay with it. <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah, it'd be all right. It ain't no big deal. But if it's like fourth quarter, you know, right. no. ten seconds left, we're, we're down by seven, <laughs> and we just scored a touchdown <laughs> to win the game, and then holding gets called on the running back. Right, right. <laughs> that scored well, the touchdown. I was like, oh, my – which that wasn't you. Right, but that right. actually did happen oh, to no. us to us last year, man. Like it was the um, playoff games, and it wasn't actually us. It was the um, I, we were midgets last year. I believe it was the minis last year. Right. But literally, literally, like there was like nah, fifteen seconds left in the right. fourth quarter, and kid took off, run for a touchdown. I was proud of him because it was actually one of the kids that I do my uh, conditioning camp with right. in the summer with, and uh, referee called it back. Instead, it was a holding on the running back. First that scored a touchdown, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and you'll have those calls, and sometimes you'll have a brand. I'm not sticking up for anybody. I, mean, I wasn't there, so I can't really say, you know. Um, a lot of these calls, There's first let me say, there's a lot of training that goes into this. Oh, um, you know, especially high school, because rules change. Um, you know, because when you're, you got playoff implications coming up, you got – you know, people's coaches' livelihoods, you you know, you want to make sure you're 100%, you know what you're doing. And there's moments in the game where I'm like, did I just throw a flag? 
Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's like, okay, and you got to analyze what you just did because you did see a hold, great. Or, you know, you got to make sure that it everything that happens is for a reason. Like, you know, they always tell you to pause for a second before because each referee on the field has certain things they have to watch. You know, like I'm where the linebackers are. I'm an umpire. So I'm watching just the left side of the line or the right side of the line, depending on what the call, you know, depending on where the head ref is because he's watching the other side. Right. So if there's a pass interference behind me, I ain't looking. I right. mean, it's just the way it works. But, yeah, there's a lot of lot of training, a lot of tests, a lot of certifications you got to take before you, got on te- before you get on right. the field. But when it comes down to peewee, it's like, hey, can you do this? I'm like, sure, why not? You know, I'll go out there, have fun, and – you know, I'm mainly, I'm not going to lie, I got educated by some of the coaches out right. there. They're like, hey, nobody could be over the center at a certain age. And, like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it makes that sense. Is, yeah, yeah, you don't want a kid, you know, kids looking down and all. But, you know, it's it's ultimately, you know, like when you got the little four or five-year-olds, my ultimate goal is get them lined up so they can, get, like, run more than one play in five minutes. You know, that's right. kind of the deal, helping the coaches out. And coaches appreciate that because. Oh, yeah, no, you, absolutely. I mean, you've coached Pee Wee, so, yeah. you know, I'm sure you're. Probably told the same kid 15 times where to line up, yet every play you have to tell them to line up. So, you know, but that's the main thing is make sure they're having fun. Now, when they get older, you want to make sure you make smarter calls. Oh, know, no, Because it gets a little intense and all. But, yeah, ultimately I, I have fun being out there. It, it keeps me around football. You know, I played ball till I was like 35 years old. So it's like, you know, still keeps me with the game. My wife's like, hey, have fun, do it. And, you know, it's been it's been a blast going on in year three right now, so. Year three? Year three. Man, yeah. I, I, year man, three. I said, uh, I definitely have a lot of respect for you because I have seen some referees just get up the road. Oh, you yeah. Know, from, from a lot of coaches, a lot of parents, man. Like I said, y'all are, you know, right. <laughs> scrutinized so much. Right. <laughs> so much. Um, have you ever actually, like, got into, a, like, a pretty good altercation with somebody? Uh, I, don't, I mean, <laughs> Yeah, how, how far does this stretch out? Now, I mean, you know, here's the thing. You know, my first year as a ref, I let a lot of things get to me because, you know, I didn't know how to really manage, you know, my, you know, my mouth. I'm a football player by, tra- you know, I've played football. So, automatically, when you're on your field, somebody talks crap to you, you're going to talk crap back. Right. Well, I had to keep calming down a little bit as a ref. But, you know, year two, I was, you know, I was laughing, you know, I'd laugh it off or, you know, tell the coach to calm down. But mainly if you, like, Right there at the pregame meeting, if you have a meeting with the coach, the head coach, you have to have it every meeting. You set your, you know, your expectations with them. Hey, right. you, you let them know, friend. You're not going to make every call, just like how they're not going to make every the right, you know, call the right play. But yeah, there was a few times, you know, we had to get escorted out by the police in a few games. Um, you know, nothing around here, thankfully. The ref, you know, a lot of the, you know, Central and all these other coach schools around here have been very pleasant. You know, nothing bad. Um, you know, but we've been put in some heated situations, you know, and uh, it's been pretty fun. And, you know, it, it, it's – it's uh, every everything's new. It's like every game something different happens. One minute it's like a 40 to nothing blowout, but next you know something big happens and you got to pay attention to what's going on and right. you know, make sure nobody still – you still got to ref that game throughout the whole – for the full 60 minutes. You know, you can't just say, well, that team's up. Fifty to nothing, and you know, let it be. Now you gotta. You still gotta call it. Still gotta call it. Still yes. gotta call it. Sucks, it. Hey, my respect. Yeah, I, mean, I respect that though. I mean, that, that's 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 game of football, right? You know, like I said, whether you're up sixty points or or, or not, right, I mean, right. you still gotta make them good calls, man. I said, I understand that. I mean, like I said, y'all are, y'all are human. Y'all do make mistakes. Right, I make I'll mistakes every it, yeah. day. I make mistakes every day. I was actually on a podcast with another guy the other day. 
or well, actually, it was a couple uh, last week or so, and I think that he like had refed already. Mm-hmm. For our, I think he does ref uh, refing for like youth sports and stuff. Because right. man, he took offense. He did. He took offense. Like, like he was talking about referees and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, they make bad. You know, they make bad calls sometimes. You know. And he was like, they're human. He was like, they're human. They make mistakes. And I'm right. like, yeah, I know, man. He's like, I guarantee you, every single parent made a mistake on the way to their game. <laughs> and I was like, chill out, buddy. It's okay, man. Right. <laughs> I mean, it just you know, yeah, it just depends on how you take things. You know, you want to take it serious, but you don't want to take it. You know, to don't let it ruin your day. Right. You know, I mean, it's. Coach is going to say stuff. Parents are going to – parents are the best. I mean, some of them say got some great one-liners that could be comedians, you know. <laughs> but ultimately at the end, like I said, my main goal and a lot of the referees in our association, a lot of them want to make sure that everybody – nobody gets hurt. Right. That's, that's our biggest thing, and the game's managed properly and, you know, that, you know – that were invited back and hopefully they don't red flag me out and tell you know tell me they don't want me on their property anymore. Or that kind of stuff. <laughs> right, no, you're you're always welcome over at uh, at Central. Uh, I promise <laughs> you, it's where I coach at. Uh, part of the uh, youth league there uh, on the board. Uh, man, it, it, we got a great program there. And while I'm, I'm talking about it, hey guys, if if you have any kids that are looking to play, that's around you know. Nine, ten years old. Hey, send them my way. I would, I would be more than glad to have them. <laughs> Three championships back to back to back. I will boast about that. We do have an <laughs> awesome program, an awesome youth program. Now, is there any kind of of shout outs you want to give to anybody? Like, you know, like uh, I don't know. For example, like, hey, Tim, <laughs> remember that time last year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> Tim, <laughs> your kid's not as good as you as good as you think they are. Okay, <laughs> no, no, I never. I, I'll tell you what, you know, when you when you look at the game at a different way, right? You know, it, it's it comes to a point where everything is like like I can't watch football right now without watching the referees because I'm studying really? them. Yeah, I, I'd love to get to the college level and ref that. You know, so I'm always trying to study and see where they're standing and how they're reading. You know, because it's like, no joke, you know, it's football season, what, four months? Yeah. Four months. So, I'm like, I'm studying six to eight months out of the year. Really? You know, I'm, I'm season don't start for another two months. I'm studying up right now. It, it's, you know, there's so many things you want to say, but it's like, hey, keep it to yourself and just move on because I'm not the one playing, right. you know. I'm the, I just got to make sure it's everybody's doing what they need to be doing and, you know, the the game being managed effectively. Right, right. Now, now you say your goal is to be a college ref. Is it? I would love to. I would love how, to. How does that work? Like, I mean, I didn't. I, well, I know there's a lot of certifications you have to go through, a lot of tenure. Um, you know, I, I'm a, I got a long way to go. I wish I would have started something like this 10 years ago. Um, you know, it's. I know it's a lot of certifications, a lot of, uh, you know, relationship building with somebody in the conferences. You know, got to start out somewhere small like an AI, JUCO probably. And then work your way up. So, right. you know, it's it's one of those goals that would be fun to, to look into. Is it my dollar dream? No, no. I mean, of course not. But, you know, it would be something to, fun to do. But i got to make sure I execute where I'm at now. You know, i got to be a flawless right. referee at the high school level before I 
Hey man, good luck to you on hey, that, man. You. I, I mean, that, that, that's 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 awesome. That's a good goal to have. I yeah. mean, it really is. It really is. Now, I gotta ask. You know, you say you've got four kids, three yes. girls, and one boy. Yes. Do you ever bring like the referee in home? You know, are you ever just like, hey, you know, blow your whistle and like, you know, roughing your sister? That's an automatic fifteen minute timeout, <laughs> automatic ass whooping. I mean, it sounds like a great idea. I should. <laughs> Um, usually, yeah, there is a cause. You you did this, and this is the effect. This is what's going to happen to you. Um, yeah, I, I have uh, punished my kids some. You know, it's, whether it's a butt whooping or uh, you know, I'm taking. You know, the kids are a little bit older, but sometimes they need it. But you know, then I'll take something away, like Nintendo, Legos, or TV, iPhone, whatever. You know, yeah. and but, each, each kid works seems to seems to be disciplined differently. You are correct. Uh, and that's one thing that I've noticed as far as, like, you know, being a dad. I've got two boys, and I have to parent them completely different. Right. Like, both of them completely different. My oldest one, for example, like, I can just I can just look at him a certain way, and he just shuts down, like, sorry, Daddy, you know, right. won't happen again. And my, my youngest, like, I can, I mean, not literally beat him, but borderline beat him, <laughs> and he's just like, What's up, bro? Yeah, <laughs> we'll, do, exactly. we'll, we'll do it again, you know, and then do it again, you know. Right. And he don't he don't care, and that's something I've I've learned as being a parent is you have to adapt. Right. I think that's one of my one of my biggest strong uh, strong suits as a parent is uh, being able to adapt. Right. Um, for example, like, like I said, not not only that, but you know my my youngest or my oldest boy, he doesn't take. You know, con- uh, constructive criticism well at all. Like, he gets super, super upset if I tell him, hey, man, you need to work on that. Oh, it ain't ever good enough. Right, you know, exactly. It ain't ever good enough. And, and it's like, you know, you're not – I'm not trying to, like, down you, man. I'm just trying to tweak you a little bit to just to make things a little bit better and easier for Right, you. exactly. And then my youngest one, man, I don't, I don't know how he's going to respond to that yet. He's three, so uh, <laughs> so right now, man, I, I, I do good just just trying to keep him in line. He's the type of kid that like will go to town, you know, and like he's that type of kid where you know you're in town and you see these you know parents like this kid's just acting a fool, and you're like, oh, yeah. man, if I was that kid's parent. I would whoop his ass. Right. And it's like, we do. And he just gives zero shits. Well, zero. Exactly. I mean, you know, like my my first three kids, they're, they're girls, you know, and they never really put me in a situation in public to, like, really piss me off. You know, they've been pretty good. Yeah, they do the crime, you know, the occasional, I want my candy and all this. But ultimately, they're pretty good. Two weeks ago, I was at Publix with my son. And that boy put me, like... I didn't know how to act. I was ready to whoop them. I was ready to, like, take them outside. I didn't know what to do because I'm like, whoa, this is a timeout. This is terrible. (laughs) You know, he's like, he literally, like, asked, like, scream. You know, we're in line, and he's like, hey, Dad, can I go pee behind a candy rack? I'm like, are you putting on a show? (laughs) You know, and he's like, Daddy, did I come out of your belly? I'm like, what? (laughs) He goes, I'm like, no, no, you didn't. He goes, well. Your belly's big, so you know, I'm, like, I'm like. Then he's just like he's putting on his, and of course the lady right next to us is laughing her butt off. So he's like, "Man, what else could a four year old think of?" And that's, oh, and that's just fueling the fire for him. That's just amping oh, him up, dude. He's like, even you more, know, you, know? you know, you might want to edit this out, but he said, you know, a man, he, a gentleman, you know, he's a guy. He's got long hair. All of a sudden, he points at him. He goes, 
Daddy, why does that boy got girl hair? I'm like, oh my god, son, you're gonna get me kicked out of the same place. <laughs> that, dude, that is one thing I can say about kids is they are literally the most honest human yes. being in the world. Yes, my seven year old now that was three, she could have been CEO of any company because she was straight, blunt, straight to the point. No, yes, that's all she wants. I mean, they're they should be the ones giving feedback. At, at, at a young age. Oh, yeah. No, because they're... They, if they can comprehend what's going on... They're oh going to tell you the 100% straight up how it is. Right. There, there's no white lies with them. They're going to they're gonna tell you 100%. Like, if they don't like something, they're going to tell you. Right. If, if they do like something, they will tell you. They are they are the most honest people in the world. They are. I mean, and, they really are. Like, all, <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. And like you said, being a consi- trying to be consistent with them is... is it's hard, but in a way, you can't be the same with each and every one of them, like you were saying. You can't, man. Like, my oldest, I know I need to, you know, if I'm yelling at her, it's not going to get to her. I need to have a heart-to-heart. Same thing with my, you know, my oldest, or my second one, you know. If I talk to her normal, she'll get it, but then again, you know, I might have to put some more force on her, like, you know, versus the older one. My three-year-old, if I look at her wrong, she's in tears. And my son... You know, if I give him a whooping, he's turning around. He's like, is that all you got? <laughs> it's like, you know, so you got to juggle each kid. And, you know, me and my wife, we talk about it a lot. She, and she, she, thankfully for her, she's like, hey, Aaron, you can't, you know, yell at this one. They, they're just built differently. So, you know, she, she's like my corner ring man, you know, helping me out when it comes time to discipline. So Yeah, man, it is. It's, it's uh it's a challenge, man. It can definitely be a challenge, and that's, and that's one thing that I can I can you know give advice as as a dad is learn to be adaptable, right? To each kid, uh, I used to not always be that way, right? Exactly. Uh, I'd parent them both the same way, right? Oh yeah, man. oh yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it just doesn't work. I mean, it doesn't work at all. I mean, like I said, my my youngest one, he does better at taking things away from him. Right. You know, like if we take his tablet away or some of his toys, put him in timeout, he hates timeout. Right. And I was always the person that was like, I'm not going to put my kids in timeout. Like, if they if they need discipline, they go get their butt whooped. Exactly. You know, because right. that's how I was raised. Right, of course. Man, I was getting my butt kicked till I was 18 years yeah, old. My, I don't know. Lie. My dad, you know, I was joking around calling him Iron Mike, but, man, if I didn't show up my ACT prep class or something, Talking to me didn't work. It only worked when he whooped my tail, and I'm like, all right, I'll figure it out, you know? Yeah, yeah, that was me, man. I'll never forget. I think one of the last whippings I had got from my dad, and I remember it like it was yesterday, and I'm sure he does too because he did feel bad. But I remember <laughs> that he caught me and my stepbrother at the time smoking cigarettes. Oh. And I was probably in the uh, fifth or sixth grade. Like we used to go down, we'd save our snack money up and go down to these people down the road and, and uh, we'd give them their snack money and they'd go really? buy us a carton of cigarettes, <laughs> you know. Hey, whatever. <laughs> and uh, I'll never forget, like, we were uh, we were walking down this little gravel road by the house and just all of a sudden, like, you just see my dad just, like, tearing out the door. And I'm right. Like, oh, God. And back then, you know, I was a little, little, you know, at that point in time, I was a little chunky, slow kid. Right. And then my stepbrother, he was just this little agile, you know, skinny kid. And he was like, hey, man, you go this way and I go that way. <laughs> and I'm like, this sounds like a good plan to me. So right. we veer off. And obviously, me being the slower one, I got caught. My dad was trucking it, man. Oh, man, yeah. I have never seen him Dude, run that Dude, it's like fast. dads have, like, even, you know, when he played football, even with my dad, you know, when we play football in the streets or something, their dad shows up. It's like, oh, that dude's 340 pounds. It's like they're secretly fast. You know what I mean? Oh, they can yeah. catch you. Yeah, and you don't realize You know, it. I was like, what the heck? You know, my dad, same thing. He, I broke my sister's bike. 
and I ran around the block. I thought I was good and clear, and he turns around. He's still right there, you know, <laughs> doing that dad run. You know, it's like, you know, I'm like, holy crap. He caught me, dragged me by the ear, and whooped me. But, you know, things do stick with you. You know, I mean, did you, did you ever buy or collect baseball cards? Uh, no. I never. I, 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 never, I mean, I, 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 I dabbled in it when right. I was younger, but it was really – I don't know. It wasn't the cool thing to do by the time right. I got older. Like back then, I say it's not the cool thing to do. But <laughs> raising up, like, well, like yeah. growing up, we, we collected uh, <clears throat> Pokemon cards. Hey, yeah. No, man, it's all good. It's all good. It's a, <laughs> yeah, I know there's a ten year. That guy, was the, that was the cool thing, you know. That was the cool thing back then. Well, I was a big baseball card collector, and um, you know, I'll, I'll never forget uh, my mom. Me and my mom was at a gas station, and she handed me. $10 or $20. She said, here, go get $15 worth of gas. Go inside, get $15 of gas. Bring me back the change. And this is, I was probably like 10, maybe. I don't know. I'll still, I remember we're still in California. Well, I had $5 left over. So I was like, come on, buy me some baseball cards. I'm a big baseball card collector. I come out. My mom's like, where's the change? I was like, I bought these baseball cards. She's like, grabs the baseball cards, goes inside. The clerk wouldn't give the money back. So I see my, I'm, I still have this image in my day, in my mind, Blake, till this day, bro. She was walking up. I could see her. She was like five foot one, little Hispanic <laughs> lady comes up. I'm like, I got a smile on my face. You know, I'm like, oh, she's coming back with the car. She's going to let me keep them. Bro, she smacked the living shit out of me. I still feel the shit, the tremors. When my face went this way, I still remember the guy standing over in the car saying, <laughs> you know, he was leaning up against a brown Oldsmobile. I mean, that's how decorated it is. But that going back to, like, you know, sometimes, you know, when you got to give your kid a whooping, they'll learn. Because guess what? I have not bought a baseball card since. <laughs> to Every this time day. I, I'm at Walmart self-checkout line, I look at baseball cards, <laughs> and I PTSD. remember my mom just... <laughs> slap her around the world, and the dude, the 7-Up guy standing there, they say, dang. That's, so, man, that's hilarious. But like I said, my dad, like I said, he took off in the sprint. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, this guy was probably a good 275, God, 300 man, pounds, booking. man. Booking, and I man. swear that day – he probably would have ran like a four three four four forty. I swear, like they got like superhuman dad strength. Right now, if I try to chase my seven year old, she's got me beat, man. She's like a little rabbit. But. Did you get kicked in that dad mode though, man? Oh yeah, like, it, it, start it's competing. Different. It's, oh, yeah. it's just different. But yeah, I'll never forget, man. He was running behind me with a stick. <laughs> I said, I'll never forget it. I'll never forget. He's running by me with this stick, man. He finally caught up to my slow butt. Right. Stepbrother, he knew exactly what he was yeah, doing. He, he played threw you, me completely yeah. under the bus. He played you. That's and my dad pick. hit me a couple times in the back with that stick, and it brought blood. Oh. It did. It brought blood. I'll never forget. I mean, it didn't really hurt that bad. I guess it was just the, the, the stick, right. you know. But, like, I realized that, like, it was bleeding, and I used that to my advantage. I did. I was like, I cannot believe that you whooped me so hard, Dad, that I was bleeding. Right. <laughs> Till that day, I never got another whooping. Right. Never got. I'd, oh. I'd get in trouble. I would get in trouble, and right. I would always bring it up like, "Oh, are you gonna whoop me again? Make me <laughs> make me bleed again, Dad." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now my seven year old, you know, if I give her a whooping or anything, she'll look at me and she'll give me. She's got these big old brown eyes, beautiful brown eyes, and she'll just give you this look like a kitten on the cartoons. She'll just look at you. And it's like I feel bad for what I just did, and she'll start saying, she'll say like, "Daddy, you hurt my heartbeat," and like something. I'll just like bring you down to your knees, you know. <laughs> and I get it, you know. Like I said, some kids 
you know, sometimes they do deserve a whooping, you know, especially if they don't learn and it is what it is. But today's society, man, you can't really. You can't, man. You, you get, can't. like, shunned upon and, and, you know, you get child services called. Yeah, exactly. like, like, now it's like I'm just going to whoop you and you look around and it's like, well, maybe later. Well, there's a different, right. Now, my wife will look at a kid right now. She's, I think she told Andre the other day she's going to take him to the bathroom and give him a whooping. I'm like, go for it. You know, I'll cheer you on. <laughs> But, you know, there's a difference between giving a kid a good whooping to get the point than to, like, physically manhandling yeah. a kid and, like, picking them up and, like, all right, you're not trying to, you know, throw a dude out of a bar. You're trying to discipline your kid, you know. Again, I'm not the one to give advice. I'm not perfect on how to, you know, whoop a kid or anything by any means. If anything, I try not to, you know. Well, there's definitely a difference. I do agree with you there. Like I said, there's a difference between whooping and disciplining your kid than, right. than, than beating your kid, exactly. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> there's been probably a few times where I've lost my cool and been almost borderline at some point. Right, man. right. I've mean, been borderline at some point, just like the other day. Um, I was in there wrestling with my oldest and my youngest one, and then my older one had my hands pinned. Like, we're just wrestling around, you know, and then my youngest one comes up. To my neck, and I'm talking about bots me. Oh, and I'm, and I'm talking about not just a. I'm talking. He like latches on like a like a pit bull, right? With the lock jaw and everything, yeah, it just starts just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I just kind of like flip him over me, and I kind of I, I pop him in the mouth. Right, like I was just like it was just a reaction. Right, and. I don't think he's going to bite me again. Right, right. <laughs> well, they probably look at you like, what was that? Yeah, for, he did. Know? He was like, like, I can't. He's like, you hit me. <laughs> right, right. That's we'll see. Exactly. I was like, you bit me, you little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's exactly what will happen. My my son, I, 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 and I know it's my fault because, like, you know, I've been headbutting that little guy since he was, like, three months old. You know what I mean? It's just, like, what he does. Well, anyways, he sat there, and he, I wasn't paying attention, and maybe he was like, three years old and he just straight up headbutted me right in the nose. I just gave him a good pop and I'm like, what the heck? My wife's like right there being my coach. She goes, Aaron, excuse me, I look and she's, you let him do it all this time. You can't whoop him for it now. That's why he's mad at you. I was like, yeah, you got, I get it. I get it. Dude, you know, that's so. definitely one thing that I've had to work on too. You know, you get in this little routine of, of doing these things for, you know, with your kids, and then all of a sudden you might be not in a very good mood one Bro, day. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, like, they do it, and it's like you just kind of spaz out. Right. And you got to kind of reflect a little bit and be like, well, you know, like, uh, I kind of taught him how to do that. Right, exactly. You're right. <laughs> like, it wasn't fine. It was completely fine yesterday, the day before that, the week before that. But, like, today, for some reason, I'm just not in a good mood. And right. It kind of hit me the wrong way. And you've got to kind of, you got to kind of realize moments like that. Right. You know, it's something I've got to work on, and, and and I've had problems with myself. So I try not to teach my kids, you know, certain things that like we do wrestle around, especially as far as being boys. You right. know, I mean, we do wrestle around. That is, uh, my kids love it. Right. I exactly. Think that's, I think that is one way that they feel loved by right. me is because we're just constantly wrestling, you know, wrestling around. When he bit me, oh man, yeah, it's, it's oh my god, I saw red. And I mean, and I was just like, "You are so lucky. You're not a grown ass man right now because I would own you, bro." Right, right, exactly. I mean, it's like just before I showed up here, I sat down on the couch with my son, and we're trying to make him understand, you know, learn his ABCs and all that. And he sits on my he sits on my lap, and I'm like, "Tell me your ABCs, buddy." And then all of a sudden, he starts making two fists. He starts going, "Hey." Like just beating me as hard as he can, and I'm like, 
do I let him keep on going because I want him to learn his ABCs? Yeah. Or do I let him kind of tell, hey, buddy, there's a different way? Because I'm afraid he's going to go to school and, like, start punching a kid, you know, or, you know, gets kicked out of school. Or next thing you know, I'm sitting in the principal's office. But, you know, it's like, golly, this kid is like, you know, compared to my daughter my boy. He just likes to – he's like an aggressive little guy. He, yeah. Like, he, he loves to wrestle. Love he loves it, man. To, you know, wants to fight. And, you know, with me, just with me only. And that's, you know, that's the – that's what we kind of planned out. So, man, it's it's awesome with boys, man. I said, I've never. I mean, I haven't experienced girls. So I said, I've got two boys, but man, I wouldn't take anything in the world for either one of them. Like I said, they are two totally different kids. Right. Two totally different kids, man. And like I said, I've got to parent them both a, a certain way, but it's enjoyable because it kind of gives you like a little bit more ammunition in your, in, you know, in your right. belt, you know, and. Uh, I do. I, I love it. Right. Love it, man. Love love having two boys. How is it with t- with with the girls, man? That's man, like- I'll be honest. It's it's a blessing. I mean, they they are like my. They calm me down. You know what I mean? It's you know, growing up, you're like, yeah, I want you know, I want boys. Of course, you know, right? I mean, that's what we want. You know, to to carry the name, carry the traditions of you right. know, being a football player. But you know, I remember, you know, I was. At first, I was like, all right, cool. When I found out we were having a girl, our first daughter, I was like, great. You know, second daughter, I was like, oh, man. And then third is like the doctor was like, man, you're a good girl maker. And, <laughs> you know, they've been nothing but a blessing. You know, I mean, I wouldn't trade them for the world, like you said, with your boys. I mean, they're your kids. Um, you know, like I said, it's everybody keeps on telling me, you know, just wait till they get older. And, I, I, you know, I don't want time to go by any quicker don't know what it, the way it is now. But they have just been a pure joy, you know. Now you get to see them, you know, develop and, you know, into into ladies. And, you know, you just see how each one grows differently. Right. You know, they don't all grow the same. And you got to you gotta be a little bit nice. You know, you got to talk to them a little bit differently because, you know, they, you can't get in their feelings if you say something wrong. You know, you can't just be rude to them. And I got to catch myself. I got to get better at that. And thankfully, like I said, for my wife, she's there for me to like, you know, if I have a frustrating moment with them, I'll talk to my wife and then she'll explain why, you know, I'm feeling this, but why I shouldn't react the way I'm reacting towards them. But no, I love it, man. Now don't get me wrong. I know I'm going to be going through a lot of shampoo bottles. I know the makeup's coming and, you know, I have not had a boy knock on my door yet. Thank gosh. You know, but it's, I know that time's coming. How I'm going to react will be, uh, I'm sure I'll have my wife over there to support me and make sure I don't make no stupid decisions. Oh, but. yeah. Oh, yeah, man. It's, 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 kids are definitely a joy, man. They are. It's they definitely are. a joy. It is, man. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah, but guys, we're running on about an hour right now. We're going to kind of cut this thing off. Uh, I do appreciate you being on here. I thank you, Blake. Man, I, I do. I enjoy awesome, it. And I'm so sorry, man, that I couldn't be the man that you wanted me to be no. <laughs> with this uh, this uh, death nut challenge. It, oh, God, like, literally, like my face is on fire like right through here because <laughs> I think I accidentally touched my face earlier into the episode. Like it's been on fire this whole time. I have not got up from this chair, and I'm afraid to because there's gonna, probably going to be a big wet spot. So I might have to go ahead and buy you a new chair back because that was pretty – that was intense. I, I don't. I'll be honest with you. I don't know. Like I said, I'm very. Maybe it's because the camera was facing me. I don't know if it's because I know I won't be able to handle that again. That no. was that was nuts. I mean, I don't. Even, I didn't handle it. I'm sorry. 
I, I just contradicted what I just said. Yeah, that thing kicked my ass. I'm yeah. sorry. It was hot, but it was for you giving me that milk. I'll probably be on the floor like now, like I said, crying in the fetal position. And my stomach still isn't right, guys. Like, like I said, I will definitely give oh blazing foods their uh, their props, guys. This death death nut 3.0 challenge is not for the week, and I am. Apparently the week, I'd like to pride myself in being a big manly man, you know, but uh, it's not the case with this. Uh, tapped out. Don't know if I'll ever try it again, but hey, guys, let's see if you're more of a man than I am. Let's get you on here. We'll get you in here doing this death nut challenge. And no, I will not do it with you. <laughs> well, I said, guys, I do appreciate everybody tuning in. I appreciate Mr. Mr. Oskin Aaron. On here, I do appreciate you coming down, yeah, man. I, I really you, do. At least so attempting this thing with me. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, we might be able to get you on here with some new, uh, more, uh, some more episodes, man. I said I do enjoy it. Well, if I, you get another challenge and I don't reply to any of your texts, don't, <laughs> don't get in your feelings, man. So I'll just, uh, I'll probably sit back and watch. But no, I'll be, lo- I'd love to come back on. This Heck is, yeah, this is man. Fun. I do. Like I said, guys, I really enjoy it. Be sure to make sure you guys like. And share this video if you do like it. I do appreciate everybody tuning in. And for for the folks that are watching it, know that you can also listen to it on all major plat- podcast platforms. Can't talk, man. This thing's just got it's me so good, messed yeah. up. It's just got me so messed up. Like I said, make sure you guys please like and share this episode. It helps me. It helps you. I do appreciate it, guys. Till next time. Thanks for tuning in to Dad Tough. If you liked the episode, don't forget to like and follow the Dad Tough podcast on Facebook and YouTube. You can also listen to every episode on all major platforms. Have an interest in being on the show or want advertising? Reach out by email at dadtoughpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, guys, stay dad tough.